Hello. Look, this week, in two weeks at the moment, so this ode we are previewing the American League East. Um, so, how are we going to start? Let's start with the worst team in baseball, Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, they they basically the the main the main for them this year is worst. Yeah, that is pretty much it, isn't it? Um, there's like nothing going on for them really. There's there's not yeah. even much to be pulled about. There's a lot of projections and stuff. Um, I think they're going to be not as bad as last year, actually. But I could see them being worse. Yeah, the Roto Champ has them at a hundred losses. That's, that's I would, it. I'd be surprised if they only lost hundred games. Yeah, I mean it's almost a given they're going to lose a hundred, isn't it? It's like <laughs> that's yeah. the situation they're in, and they've not they've not particularly got Vassarin prospects, have they? Um, no. Austin Hayes is Austin Hayes like the big one, or he was. Um, Use Neil Diaz they got from the Dodgers. Oh yeah, they're a couple of guys, I suppose, but like they're not. This they're not like the absolute top prospect, though. I suppose we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, not really very much. Um, oh yeah, I imagine Hayes. He's played a little bit in the majors, really, really bad. But it was a very little bit. Yeah, the thing is, that team's worse than it was at the start last year. Um, I, I don't know why anyone's going to be going to their games. Basically, uh, when he did, when he did play a little bit in the majors, well, that was 2017, and he spent the whole of 2018 with double A, low A. So, I, it's more stuff close than that. But um, yeah, this like so he's probably not even going to have much impact this year. It's just, I mean, it's like how bad is that Chris Davis contract going to get? Um, I guess it's one. Of Wait, the can it get much worse though? Like, well, I mean, I, I don't, is he is he going to bounce back at all, or is he that bad forever now? <laughs> I think yeah, the, the thing is, he's got bounced back a long, long way, hasn't he? Yeah, it's like, I mean, you'd expect him to bounce back a bit because he was so bad. I mean, it's difficult to be that bad. Yeah, he was historically bad last year. It's a question of can he be, like... Just bad? Not... Can he be just bad? Can he not be the worst player of all time? <laughs> Pretty much. I guess, in a way, they're more interesting than some of the other bad teams. Yeah, because in they're the days so of chance. bad. Yeah, they're going to be record-breaking. They could, well, they could it be is... wrecking, and I think that's something that is, is interesting if not good if you're a Baltimore fan but also funny so you know funny sport is the best sport yeah in, yeah it usually is isn't it I mean you're comedy in there and that's the Orioles for like the next years probably yeah so I mean they're doing their service um, well, should we move on from them because yeah they're not being that just depressing. Yeah, I agree with every other time. We just talked about the division uh, because they really are bad. So, yeah, moving on. Uh, the Blue Jays, I suppose, would be next. Just, yeah. Just 
start a rebuild, sort of. But also some really pretty decent prospects on the way, and a decent decent pieces left, like Strowman. It was bad last year, but I mean, he's, he's you know he, he's a bounce back candidate, I think. Yeah, and they've got Aaron Sanchez. They're, yeah. they're quite oh, last shit. year and Donaldson. Yeah. Um, yeah, the order center again, which is wonderful. But um, yeah, the back in the trades they did. Um, I can't remember exactly what they I got can't back. Imagine but they it was got. Uh, Wait, actually, who did they trade? They traded Hap and Donaldson and Azuna. They got Ken Giles for Roberto Azuna. Oh right, yeah. They 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 kind of one of the teams that I feel like has got a very window of um, uncertainty or a cone of uh, uncertainty. Brian Winhorst would say. Exactly, it's a, it's a very very large cone. The only I I would base them. Prob- what? <laughs> I think I'd probably trade them. You'd you'd what? I'd trade some of their veterans. I think I think like Kevin PR. Yeah, a lot of them don't really have much value now, though, do they? Having a lot of their older guys um, were the ones that were pretty bad. Yeah, so like, if if Strowman and Sanchez are good, I think I might see what I could get for them in July. Um, yeah, and then, uh, well, Russell Martin's gone, obviously. Justin Smoke's not going to have any value, is he? Uh, isn't he? Isn't he? I don't think he's bad, is he? He's not bad, he's just... Yeah, first baseman is like, I guess, is, as you talk about quite a lot, is that pretty much every team that's going to be contending, or even close to contending, has like a good third baseman. Yeah. And the ones that are slightly weaker in that position, is like Justin Smoke is not that much of an improvement. He's yeah, basically you're going to give anything up, so... It's basically usually about, like, I think he's just above, like, Lee average, but only just, really. So, Tim, it's just a bit, like... They, he's they have been, there. Like I said, though, they've got, um... Even though they've just started a rebuild, uh, I think, like we mentioned last time, they've sort of done the... gone for the, the slightly early, pulling the trigger slightly early on starting the rebuild, maybe. They could have just been like okay for a few years, because um, they're not that far off actually be a good team that long ago, and um, they've got like quite a few uh, potential uh, really good prospects um, to come up and stuff. I mean, even like uh, Rowdy Tellers, have you heard of him? Yeah. At first base, I'm just going to have a look how much he actually played. But he came up last year and um, was really, really bit. Yeah, it was a very small sample size. Only seven at-bats. It's one of those where, you know, it's like he's showing... But the big thing really is Vladimir Grow, obviously. Yeah, and he kind of has to be as good as everyone thinks he's going to be, doesn't he? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it, if he's never a problem. It seems like, I don't know, it, it seems like he's one of the, I mean, there's almost no doubt, well, a lot, from based on what a lot of, like, scouts and stuff say, it's one of the rare cases with prospects where almost no uncertainty is yeah. going to be really, really good. Like, you know, is, is he just going to be an all-star or is he going to be a VP contender immediately? It seems to be. Yeah, that's quite a big swing, though. I mean, that's what, sort of what I mean, is like... Is he going to be like a three-war guy? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's that's, that's almost like what... Uh, well, talking about like what he'd do straight away. Um, Obviously, he could improve from that. But I feel like even if he's not like actually an MVP contender, all that, this doesn't really matter because, because of the other prospects they've got. Yeah. It's just if, if he is an MVP contender, then that obviously makes... A massive difference and they, they could back like contending a lot sooner although maybe not um in the uh, with the, the rest of the division at the moment like maybe they maybe they don't want to be <laughs> trying to compete that soon yeah that's why i think it wouldn't be too bad for them if they if they rebuild some value in some of these guys maybe maybe justin smoke has like a massive first half and then you flip him for something even if it's not a lot your pictures yeah. you then flip them for something they got clay buckles recently yeah it's like if these guys they're not going to get you a lot but you just you add to the farm because ultimately it's like there's no point trying to rush this at the moment we've got a long long time yeah exactly but the um vladimir guerrero luck well luckily then from a, like a PR point of view, I suppose they've uh, he's got injured. Yeah, I mean, sort of luckily. Like it sounds really weird when it's for well, it seems like he's possibly already the best player of the organization, despite not playing in the major leagues yet. How ridiculous the prospect he is! But um, like as they they were, I think they did they say that they, were, they weren't bringing him up. I think they already said that he wasn't going to start the season. Um, yeah. The majors. Yeah, they said that a while ago. Um, and basically now he's he's going to be out, isn't he? Until like until the service time stuff's fixed, pretty much. Well, not fixed, but you know, like until they could they were going to bring him up, anyway. Yeah, which is which is handy enough for them. I mean. It's... It's just pretty ideal timing, isn't it? Yeah, now they have to. Yeah, they have to do the stupid thing, which they're really criticised for. Down, even obviously ready and happened for ages. Like yeah. Should have been up last year. Yeah. Especially compete. Um, yeah, where do you think that? Do you reckon they could be like five hundred, or do you think they're going to be quite a bit below that? Um. I, I reckon they, they could be far. I suppose that the division is going to be more difficult. I mean, actually, they were quite a long way below 500 last year, weren't they? Yeah. They're probably probably not 500, but only based on division. Most things, whereas I think if they were in, in one of the National League divisions, like the NA West, they'd be like, you know, sort of middle of the pack. Um, yeah. I think, but. They just got a lot of games against very, very good teams, and that hurts. 
yeah. they're going to lose most of those. Uh, should, we, should we move on to the the Rays then? Um, yeah, I got. Yeah, I guess so. There's not a huge amount to say. Is there now? It's like they've got a lot. Of, well, just the last one, Blue Jays just seem to have a lot of sort of various. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with a lot of exciting prospects to come, but like just. They just seem boring, somehow. Kevin Pillar, Justin Smoke, Randall Grichuk. Boring, aren't they? Well, they're just they're... solid. They're just absolutely solid. But that, with that comes, like, you know exactly what you're going to get from them. Yeah. I've ended up, in my previews for the season, I've ended up writing this about quite a few teams. It's like, yeah, they're not, they've got a lot of play bad. They're probably not going to be that good either. Yeah. You think like like Randall Gritchick's not going to be the worst outfielder? He'll probably hit twenty home runs. Pro- probably not more than that. Yeah, a lot of guys who like for their position ranking are going to be like between like twelve and seventeen of the starters at their position, say, and that's just like that's just a big shrug, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. that means you're not going to lose one hundred and ten games. But you're also not going to be that interesting, and you don't feel like there's any upside with some of those guys. Yeah. Well, that's I guess that's the what hope. Hope some of their prospects come up because then it suddenly changes a lot, doesn't it? It goes the other way to having a lot of very exciting players. Um, like uh, yeah, Vladimir Guerrero, the, the main one. But yeah, yeah let's, let's move on to the Rays because they they are sort because the Blue Jays are sort of boring. The Rays are sort of. The Rays have a similar thing where they basically just have collected. I guess yeah. how they sort of always have. They collect average players. Yeah, and then, and then get some. Some players that have underperformed or, like, not been good. And make them good. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they've got. Well, like, Tommy Pham, they picked up last year, didn't they? That was a nice, yeah. nice little deal. But they've just got a lot of players that are, like,. Quite good, but not that good. But like yeah, a, it, well, that ends up with a thing where they have like end up with a they have a deep lineup and like a deep rotation and deep bullpen without any of it really standing out, which is sort of um good. Well, and then all it takes I mean, is a breakout or two. Yeah, but also that I don't think they're boring in that way though because they've. Even even though they have a lot of players that aren't, you know, they're not like MVP or Cy Young sort of well, so actually Blake Snell. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, um, but they they're just exciting, aren't they? Like all the pitches and all the pitching, weird pitching stuff they do, and like people throwing like hundred miles an hour and having massive curveballs and. Oh, definitely. I I think they're one of the most interesting teams, but then I think quite a lot of that boils down to like money is that some yeah. of the reason the guys we just said are boring for the the jays is because like they're established names and we know who they are but if the rays get that performance out of some just random guy they pick up it seems more interesting and it is more interesting because it's a bit yeah. more unexpected like even this year you feel like their floor is still not necessarily that high no but their but ceiling's really high also, they because also, I think I think they've got actually a chance of getting the uh, second wild card in the American League. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so too. I mean, they they're just fun. 
I mean, I think I feel like I I like root for the Rays a lot. Um, just just because it's fun. Well, I think the teams with a, a payroll like theirs are basically always having to defy expectations, and defi- defying expectations is fun. Yeah, like they be- they have to be inventive, whether it's with pitching or the lineup or whatever. Yeah, and like. And to be honest, that like that Chris Arch trade looks like immediately looks like a steal, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like one of their starting outfielders and one of their starters have just gone straight in. Yeah, and Chris Arch actually isn't that good. I mean, there was a lot of there's all the there was all the hype for ages about like him being traded. It almost it feels almost for like two years there was hype about that. But it's actually been like a very long time since he was good. Hasn't he yeah. actually spent more of his career being like just an average starter now than a good one? I think. Just have a quick look. Yeah, he's basically been over four ERA since twenty sixteen. And then So yeah, he's he's spent the same amount of time being this there's all bad probably not even it's an average starter. The people. Just like, He's actually spent more time being sort of below average than he had been good. And he was never, like, it's ridiculous. It's the FIP that people were excited about, though. But that now he's just become a guy that, like, always yeah. has a worse ERA than like his FIP. Still, well, yeah, he still strokes out a lot of people. Um, but there's, like, there's quite a big sample now of him not being that good despite striking a lot of people out. So it's sort of like well it's just one of those things where it's like if you do that for long enough it stops being oh no maybe it will maybe he'll start getting the results that we think he sort of deserves and it's like well no this is just who he is he yeah. gives you quite a lot of innings perhaps but like he's not an ace type like he's going to be getting Cy Young votes every year sort of guy yeah like, he's like, the next tier below that like I was talking about the other day actually about um uh the the innings eaters, the Petriello article about Keiko. Yeah, that's basically what he was. I mean, I think I don't know where he was injured last year. I can't remember. But last year he was forty-eight. But before that, he had two years in a row ERA over four and over two hundred innings. Yeah, it's sort of the thing you don't tend to get that much anymore because it's sort of like you know if someone's not that good then don't use them that much well and then they've basically swapped him and given out a big deal by their standards for Charlie Morton yeah and Charlie Morton is going to be the opposite that's a great that was a great great signing like particularly for their um, the way they like manage their pitches and stuff it seems like the perfect fit whether they use opener or whatever or if he just like does like four or five innings it like works perfectly doesn't it it's ba- like basically how they use um glasnow and actually do they did they use snell like that i don't know i don't know how that how exactly they use snell i didn't watch enough of them to be no did do i say um well he only had 180 innings despite being dixly good I don't know. I think they must have. Where he didn't go deep that much. 
Yeah, that's not just them though. I mean, a lot of places just don't let yeah. them go through the order again and again. Um, so yeah, it, it basically works perfectly because that's partly because they've done such a good job of like developing a bullpen that you can do that with every single time. Yeah, they've having got... a bullpen that you trust. Well, they've they've got the um, they've got a lot of like long sort of ish guys, aren't they, in the bullpen as well? Yeah, like uh, Stanek. Uh, what are the other ones? You got one on fantasy baseball the other day. Did I? I think you did. Oh, um, Yarbrough, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 that's it. But he uh, often does. He often does the uh, the middle bit. Yeah. He's the the starter after an opener, I think, quite often. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a. It's nice to see teams doing something differently, and it's. I'd much rather small market teams do this. Yeah. Go, we're a small market. We now have to tank for five years. And and season. A lot of um, well, you know, like the commissioner, to be honest thinks is the sort of thing that's ruining the sport and why it's losing popularity which I think is yeah. like the opposite is like you know you want to encourage people to be innovative and do stuff that's different and fun and that they you know they're going to try and like uh, make rule changes to stop it basically there's partly it seems that other than Adam Silver in the NBA everyone that is in charge of sport in, in charge of every single sport they're complete idiots yeah they just seem to not be intelligent people and I'm... also a largely old man who think everything should be like it was in the past that's another part of it yeah exactly but yeah they they're like they think that's the rest and that sort of doing things and well not necessarily the way they do it but you know the outlook of having different uh, doing different stuff and it's, I think that's the way that you make baseball popular is by encouraging yeah, well, people to do stuff in different ways because for well, me sports at least, about I, variety yeah I feel like that's that's what makes us, any sport interesting is if there's variety if there's teams that play in different ways and you know you, you can have like different sorts of players and stuff like that I think just variety is what makes sport interesting Definitely. Um, what is that? What's that like though? Because we talked about the pitching a lot. Uh, well, they added Zanino, didn't they? Yeah. And they've got Kiermaier, Meadows, Joey Wendell. Yeah, they've got actually it's... they've got they've got a load of um, like infielders that just that can just like play anywhere in the infield for each other, haven't they? Yeah, so the projected lineup here is Kiermaier, Pham, Vendel, Garcia, Choi, Meadows, Willie Adames, Zanino, Duffy. Oh, I forgot about Willie Adames. It's Willie Adames. Like, he is, isn't he? Uh, it's, basically, it's just a lineup that's like, there's got guys who could be better than you'd expect. Yeah. But you, you'd, you'd be surprised if any were worse than league average. Yeah, is it like they've got... They've got the ridiculous depth as well, haven't they? Feels like. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you know, it's, it's sort of in a situation where 
you know, they could, they could just, someone could just get injured and they put someone else in. It doesn't feel like the team's got any less. Yeah, that, and that's, they've got that's like, pretty uh, handy. I mean, even like uh, Arroyo, Christian Arroyo. Who, uh, yeah, I mean, played he's probably quite, bit. he's a long way down their depth chart yeah. now, isn't he? Yeah, I think he probably is. But he, like he, when he, when, when he did play a bit, he was pretty good. And he's like, you know, obviously he's, as we know, he's been like a highly rated prospect um, before, like the Giants. So it's one of those yeah. where, you know, like even like him or someone like him and they, well, they've got loads of, well, they've got loads of others that are actually probably higher rated prospects. Um, like, but you know, one of those guys just has breakout at some point and suddenly they're a much better team and people expect and to be honest they've set themselves up so that it feels like even at minimum they're going to be like good yeah I, I think like their, their floor's about 500 yeah yeah maybe actually but 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 that's like that's that's without like anyone improving I think like that's just to me that's like people are healthy and they're going to be around 500 even if you get like yeah, the lower I, range I, of what I feel expect. like I feel like if, if everyone's healthy they'll be better than that but like with their ridiculous depth they're like they're not uh, necessarily their lineup is a bit it's a little bit meh but you just trust that they get guys to break out more than other yeah. teams like you but their lineup like doesn't have. It's just a bit disappointing they didn't get like Edwin Encarnacion or Nelson Cruz this off season. I would have really thought that would have been quite cool. Yeah, that would have been really fun. And it would have spending money, isn't it? It would have been like a big um, portion of their payroll. Yeah, but they they chose to deal it to Morton instead, which is fine. And then their relation is going to be like a huge amount. So there is that. Um, yeah, they've got stuff going for them at least, which is so much better than a lot of teams. I mean, all could easily, even if they're 500, they're going to be an interesting 100 team because they have three starters who throw over 95 miles an hour with massive curveballs, and that's fun. Yeah, they're, they're going to be interesting. I, I, wait, yeah. they, are they going to carry on with the opener, aren't they? I really hope they do. Like, just do it more and more. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Almost because it just annoys, annoys a lot of people as well. Yeah, it, it annoys sort of all funny. the right people. Sort of funny, isn't it? It annoys people get annoyed about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, um, should we pick two? Because we've been going for half an hour with this. Right. So, which one should we should we start? We talk about the first order thing. This is um, this is basically where we decide. Who do you think is going to? Be? I think vote? the Yankees. I think the Yankees are going to be better. Well, I do as well. So that's, that's convenient. Let's, let's talk should... about the Red Sox first, then. Let's rip the Red Sox apart <laughs> first, then. I mean, not quite rip them apart. Um, but I feel like you just get the thing. Well, like when Cubs won the World Series, and, well, like the Dodgers. Well, even though just to get back to the World Series, the Dodgers after uh, the 2017 World Series and stuff. That when someone has, when a team has a really good season, 
everyone's talking about them like building a dynasty and stuff and um you know but basically because someone had a a team had a really good people think that they're going to do the same again next year a lot um and like in the red Sox, i think and well it's a little bit in the other cases is that they were like so so good last year there's almost it, i i saw myself i'm gonna go as far as it's like it's 100 percent certain that they're gonna be worse than last year and almost all their players are going to be worse maybe not a lot worse but everyone's going to be at least a bit worse than last year pretty much um okay. yeah i the big one is mookie betts is not going to have one of the best seasons of all time no, jd like, martinez might be close to that good yeah i mean because yeah the thing is with Mookie betts like how good he was like what was it the war thing and that was missing a load of games it's like it's like the third best season in the last like 30 years or something stupid i don't know I, I, that might be wrong that's that but it's something like that and it's like okay if he if he repeats that then he's like immediately like you know in the sort of conversation with like you know ridiculous names yeah like, i mean i think was it something like i mean there's like you know, in a circle hall of famers that last year was war, or based on war was better than any season that they've ever had. I yeah, think. yeah, but it's basically he's not going to be that good. JD uh, probably won't be. Andrew yeah. Benintendi could be that level. I think there's the lineup. It's like, like Eduardo Nunez could be a bit better, but well, he is still there, isn't he? And uh, Rafael Devers may well be better, and Jackie Bradley yeah, Jr. People were sort of expecting that, but yeah. But like... I, th- I think that. But I just, oh, it's partly that, like stuff adds up for teams in those years, isn't it? Like, yeah, a hundred eight wins is a hell of a lot of wins. That doesn't just like you've got to be something ridiculous to do that multiple times, um, and I don't think this roster's like that good. And then you add in some of the other stuff, like not doing anything is significant yeah there's part they're, they're still going to be a very like one of the best teams in baseball it's just like with the yankees there as well it's like this they're probably well i, I don't think they're going to the division at least um, i wouldn't be surprised if they were like a reasonable distance behind the yankees yeah i mean this is sort of how how ridiculous like they were last year's were saying they're going to be like quite a bit worse than last year i still expect them to get like 96 wins probably uh, what about all this they will be closer to the rays than they will to the yankees oh that's that's a bit that's a bit controversial i well um, i don't know if i've i don't know if i even think that but i don't think that's that as unlikely as most people would think it is because the rays like we said could well the Rays won ninety games last year. Say the Rays win ninety again and get a second wild card. Yeah. Or they win ninety two and then the Red Sox win like ninety five, ninety six, but the Yankees win hundred and five. I don't think it's I think that sort of like breakup of how this division falls is not is not insane. because um, they're gonna lose games through their bullpen. Like 
that already wasn't particularly good then lost two of their best relievers um and they don't have because of trades and things they don't have young players to step in if guys no. get injured trade that's the other big thing sale. yeah which is kind of worked yeah. out i suppose it's fine but like yeah. that's another thing that's missed out when when you talk about teams not having a good farm i think is not like having players in the farm is not just about what if one of them becomes an mvp it's about like when our second baseman gets yeah. injured i mean like who's our when, next best second baseman when t- when teams um win the world series or have a successful season there's always well it seems like there's nearly always key contributions from people that at the start of the season were in the minor leagues and maybe weren't even expected to be in the majors like that you know someone someone always comes out of nowhere and makes a key contribution um the thing isn't it with that with the farm is when you don't have a strong minor league system it sort of hurts you like now as well as as well as it being about building for the future yeah well i'm looking at their their page from last year now so obviously Steve Pierce was monstrous in the period he was there, and it, even being re-signed is something. I mean, it's okay. Um, Paul had seven four OPS in three hundred and sixty player appearances. Brock Holt had a seven seven four OPS. Yeah, he's that's not going to happen again. I mean, like before that, his best season was ninety eight, and that was in two thousand and fourteen. Like. Even if they have some of the like the guys I mentioned earlier who could get a bit better, I think there's going to be quite a few players who are worse. And then there's just like there's injury stuff, and I know you can say that for a team, but it just feels like it's going to hurt them more than it would perhaps hurt the Yankees, who've added like yeah. look at the Yankees' depth at the moment, and they're trying to decide between Greg Bird and Luke Voigt. Yeah, and, that, and that's their got... weakest position. Yeah, and then like, which, like it's possible that you're gonna have DJ LeMahieu, who although I'm not far from his biggest fan, having him on the bench is better than most teams have on the bench. Yeah, well, should, let's, should, let's move on to the Yankees in a second, Sherry, uh, because there's, there's no, basically the story with the Red Sox is they're gonna be worse than last year. I mean, that is like I think that's a fact. Yeah, I don't think anyone could seriously argue that they're going to be better than they were last year because, and they've. They seems like they don't really have that much depth. It's like they they didn't really have uh, many like huge injuries, did they? I mean, Mookie Betts missed a bit of time and stuff, but like they didn't have any like long term injuries to any like really key players. And no, it feels oh, like, Pe- you know, if Pedro- you get one of those, sorry, Pedroia was out, but that's yeah, not exactly. He's not that game anymore, is he? No. <laughs> Yeah, and like I say, it feels like you know, if if they get one or two of their stars out like a big chunk of the season, that's that's yeah, that's really going to make a massive difference to them. Unlike other teams where they just you know they could just slot someone in that's almost as good, they really do not have that. Well, well, even with the Yankees as an example, I mean they they had obviously Garanchez missed a load last year and was absolutely rubbish when he did play. Yeah, Aaron Judge was hurt last year, and they won a hundred games. Yeah, th- this is the thing with the Yankees is, so the Red Sox, even though they're a, a very good team, um, 
I mean, I actually before before last season, I kind of I thought the Red Sox were going to do better than the Yankees than they did. But um, even though the Red Sox are a very good team, uh, everyone sort of performed like above what you'd expect. Like they had like an abnormally good season. Whereas the Yankees, you feel like it was they sort of underperformed. There's sort of a sense that they underperformed last year and won a hundred games, which is why. almost certainly better than the Red Sox because it feels like they're like with the Red Sox are like are definitely going to be worse it feels pretty like the Yankees are going to be better than they were last year even though they won 100 games yeah I could see the Yankees having a season like the Red Sox did yeah yeah if it's the, the Yankees it feels like the Red Sox are sort of they're sort of their window's sort of closing. I don't know. I mean, I guess they've, they've got a lot of young guys, but like, it doesn't feel as, as the Yankees. Like, the Yankees, they're going to be very. Feels like Red Sox have peaked. Yeah. I don't know how long they left next. Um, how long left? He's got one year. I don't know, but he's not a huge. You know, not exactly much pitching behind that. He's lost Kimball and stuff. And like, you know, a lot of their. Um, the guys basically are sort of leaving um, at some point soon. Maybe I don't know. Don't know about the others actually, but like I, I guess Bogart. the G8... Bogart is he out of contract soon? He's free agent at the end of the season, and so is Chris okay. Sale. All oh, right, okay. Well, there we go. That's that's the sort of thing I was thinking. Yeah, they're gonna have bets and. Uh, JD together for a while, but like, you know, two really good hitters. Well, uh, actually, not... JD Martinez could opt out of his contract at the end of the season if he wanted to. Okay, maybe he will then if he if he does anything like last year. Yeah, I think that's quite possible. So, um, yeah, basically, it's like they've their window is yeah is closing. Even if Betts is going to stay there forever and be like you know gonna be- become make himself like a surefire hall of famer over the next season you know the, the, there's another team that's got one of those that are usually not very good yeah exactly and it's possible the yankees have several like future hall of famers at the moment yeah and a lot of players that you're ex- that you're expecting to improve like I mean, I, 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 I've not really got much basis for it, but Gliber Torres, I rate, like, really hard. Oh, shit, we've actually not got very long at all. Uh, we sort of messed up a bit here. Um, so we might have to, like, do this really quickly and wrap up. But, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Gliber Torres, I rate really, really highly. I feel like Gliber Torres this year could have, like, even though he was really good last year, have like a ridiculous breakout year and but be in the conversation as the best shortstop in the league um, very soon. Because, I mean, he was very highly rated as a prospect. He's sort of shown he can do it. And, um, like, you know, but you sort of expect him to improve even more. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a good chance he's a lot better than 820 OBS. Yeah. Have you got much to uh, say? Because, um... 
Not really. Uh, Judge and Stanton may well both be better than they were last year. I think that's unreasonable. Um, Aaron Hicks is is just really good. Yeah, I, that's tied but, him but Hicks is the one though that is like maybe not going to be as good. I mean, probably won't be as good as last year, but. But there's the other thing is if the, the those guys are healthy, like if Glyber improves, and you've got Judge and Stanton healthy, and whatever Gary Sanchez is going to be, we sort of don't know oh, what yeah. his career path is going to be. Sort of, yeah, he's one actually that I think a lot of people expect is back from. Yeah, I mean, like I don't, I'm not massive on him being like this best catcher in the game sort of guy, but like it's possible he's that guy again. Like even if yeah. he's he was six nine seven OPS last year, if he's just eight hundred, like that is so so huge. And then, like you say, you can take Hicks taking a bit of a step back. But he's got, yeah. even if he takes quite a big back, he's still a pretty good, because he's going to be like the fifth or sixth best hitter. Yeah. And they feel like their rotation's deep, if not, like, spectacular. It's got depth. Yeah. The, the one concern is, like, this pain that Severino's been having. He's a bit yeah. of a, like, but then getting Paxton and Hap makes that feel less bad. Yeah. Anyway, we need to wrap up. So, um, yeah, that's that's been the AOE. Sort of managed to cover Yankees because. Um, yeah. Right. So, yeah. On to the National League next. Yeah. You're going to have to tune in to find out what it is next time. Bye.